Welcome to Cover 4. If you're a Section 4 football fan, you're in the right place. This is your podcast. I'm Coach Smith, and I'll be your host. Buckle up. Let's go. Welcome, Section 4 football fans. This is the third consecutive season. Section 4 has had three teams competing for a state championship. This past weekend, the Tauga Tigers won their fourth state championship and third in a row, while extending their win streak to 41 games. This episode of Coach's Chalk Talk is our conversation with Nick Ayalo, head coach of the Tauga Tigers. Welcome, Coach. Hey, how are you doing? Good. Glad to have you on. Hey, congratulations on another state championship. This makes number four and third in a row. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Hey, yeah, thank you. Appreciate that, and, and thanks for having me on. Hey, have things settled down down there in uh, uh, Tiger Tiger Town? Yeah, they the the kids had about one day to celebrate, and then they had wrestling and basketball on Monday. So um, it settled down a little bit, but you could tell they're still pretty excited about it about what they accomplished. Oh, absolutely. That's that's great stuff. Not just obviously for the the student athletes, but for the whole Tauga uh, football community. That's that's good stuff, and then that's great incentive for the the younger ones uh, that are in your youth programs looking up, say, "I want to be like that. I want to do that," and set some great examples. So, coach, the first question I have for you is: Take us through this season. I know every season is different, but these last three seasons with this current senior class take us through that in a nutshell what would that was like yeah uh to speak specifically to the seniors i, I kind of i go back to that covid spring season when they were freshmen uh we decided you know, we knew they were a talented group coming up through i mean they were talented in the in our youth program won a couple of super bowls in the southern tier youth conference and um we knew they did some really good things at the modified level so when they came in as freshmen on uh, that COVID spring season, we actually felt it'd be best to keep them all down and have them play a JV schedule. Um, you know, nothing really on the line in that COVID spring season. And I'm really glad we did that now because I, I think it really helped them develop as football players, especially things that you don't always have a lot of time to work on in the season, like pass game and, um, you know, going from a modified offense to a JV varsity offense. It, it's, it's, a, it's a big jump. So I'm glad we did that. And then coming into their sophomore season, um, we had a really good senior class then, a lot of good uh, leadership down there. And it was just a great combination of that particular senior class. We really didn't have, I think we only had like a junior or two on that class. That was a really, the class in between them were really, really small. And then and then all these talented sophomores. So that was 2021 and, and that run to a state championship. Last year, all those sophomores became juniors. Uh, we only had one starting senior on the whole team last year, and that was at center. Um, and so really this junior class led the way last year. And then we, you know, we returned 21 out of 22 spots, offensive defense this year. So, um, you know, and coming in, there, there was a lot of expectations, um, and these kids just handled it great. Uh, they were uh, just a joy to coach. I mean, yeah, they were talented, and, and that, that's fun too, you know, working with uh, talent like that. but. They're just great kids, and um, even with all the pressure on them and the expectations, uh, they knew the one thing they had to do if they wanted to um, go for a third state championship, and that was work hard uh, starting back in June and in the summer. Um, it was it was one of the best years we had in the weight room in terms of attendance, and you know, so kudos to them to, to not just uh, resting on 
you know, at the time going back to back state champs, you know, a lot of people were telling them how good they were going to be and telling them it'd be easy, but they, they didn't believe that. And, uh, and they put the work in that. That's probably what I'm most proud about with this senior class is not only did they put the work in, but they set a great example for the people behind them. And uh, exactly. I just, you know, I, I and, and I appreciate that, that effort that they put in, cause that was everything um, without that work ethic. Um, you, you never know what could have happened. So. Well, that's good. And, and you hit uh, r- the real nail on the head there. It's setting the example for those that are coming behind them. And it's not like they had to say anything. It's what they did because your actions speak louder than words. And that'll go so far uh, for this program. And hopefully, you know, that will be uh, continual, you know, the next next wave coming through, you know, those kind of things. Because when you go like down to the elementary school or the middle school and, you know, the, the student athletes walk through and meet these kids, they might as well be a celebrity. Uh, you know, it, because I can remember when I was real young and you look a varsity player even talk to me you know let alone come to my school and do all these things so that that really bodes well for the future and you, and you have a, a great following i actually got an opportunity to broadcast that game and it was it was loud in there when it when was. The, it was really loud and uh, a lot of uh, you know the, I, I wouldn't have wanted it to have to go to a, a grocery store or a gas station or whatever in Tioga County while you guys were playing because they'd all be closed. <laughs> there was nobody right. there. <laughs> that would as well, that's for sure. Yeah, it was, it was a nice, uh, really nice touch. And one thing I will tell you too, Coach, is there's a common denominator when I see, uh, especially from Section 4 state champs or people co- teams competing for state champs, the, um, the, perf- not, not per- uh, the sportsmanship, the overall sportsmanship, you know, and that comes, you know, from the leader, which is you, down through the organization, through your coaching staff and the community, and obviously the student athletes, they will emulate their leader, which is you. And you know, kudos to you and and uh, you know the whole community because that's that's really big. I saw your student athletes clock people, help them right back up. Um, you know, not boast or not taunt. You know, those kind of things. So that's all great stuff. Got one more for you, coach, and this is a little bit of crystal ball uh, from you. But what do you see uh, moving forward for the uh, Tigers football program? Yeah, um, we we put a lot of work in. Uh, we, we've when I so this is my uh, 14th year as head coach, and when when I first started coaching, um, one of the things that I thought I felt the program was strong, but one of the ways I thought we could make it stronger was just building that bridge with the youth program. Um, and, and we realized as a small school, I mean, we've been on a great run, but you know, you're going to have, you know, dips in, in terms of numbers. And right now that's our, our biggest concern is just kind of trying to keep our numbers up, um, working with the youth program to do that. We work really, really hard, I think, to maintain three levels in school. Um, we're, we're one of the smallest schools that still has a JV team. And so we're able to carry seven, eight mod, nine, 10 JV and, and 11, 12 varsity. And I, I think that that helps us a lot. Um, I think, you know, we graduate 13 seniors, but uh, my sophomores right now, and I teach sophomores, I have them all in class too, but those sophomores have played 18 JV games. Um, and so those guys moving up next year have a lot of experience at the JV level that I think it will help us as a, as a small school. Um, you know, we, we may not have uh, next year, just looking ahead, we may not have the size and the skill positions that we've had the last couple of years. Um, but I, you know, we got a lot of just kids that have been brought up through our program. A lot of tough kids that I'm excited to see what they can do in a varsity uh, uniform. And 
the last couple of years too, you know, going on the state runs, we carry those JV kids uh, with us. Um, we do it kind of a, a weird way. They, I only require them to come to two practices a week for us and then they can travel uh, to us for the, with the games. Cause I want them to experience, you know, going through playoff games in the States and, and what it takes. Uh, but also, you know, it's a lot of fun to, to have those guys with us. So I think what we've been doing with our program, I think it's, it's helping keeping kids excited to play football here and, um, you know, looking ahead with our program, I, I think it's just all about numbers in a small school. If we can get kids out, uh, we'll be we'll be good. I I actually my son's in second grade, so I coached um, the flaggers this this year. The flag level down there uh, helped with that, and you know that was the biggest thing down there. Uh, we we had low numbers to start the season, but so we had to get out and, and get more kids out in first and second grade. And and uh, if we continue to do that and just get the numbers, we can keep all levels of football. And I think that's um, our biggest thing is development, you know, developing them as as players and in our program and what we want them to be like and not just on the field, but what even acts like uh, when they get to that varsity level. So um, that those are our goals right now. And we like to keep it simple. Um, we also know we have a lot of multi-sport athletes. So, you know, just working with those other coaches, you know, and realizing that in especially in a small school, you're not just one. It's really an athletic program. And are you getting all the athletes out? And, and being a teacher in the district, and especially in the high school, um, the more kids are involved, the better. It doesn't matter. It could, could be anything. And so um, working as a district and working as an athletic program to keep our kids playing is, is our best bet moving ahead. Okay. The other thing, too, Coach, I've uh, had the opportunity to broadcast some of your games over the last you know, seven, eight years. And one thing I did see was your the evolution of your program in terms of using the skill sets that you have because you were predominantly a running team when I first um, was broadcasting your games, you know, it's I formation and uh, here we come, try to stop us and, and pound it in there. And then, you know, you sprinkle in a little bit of a pass here and there. And then to see where you've come from, come to these last few years, you, you literally have all the boxes checked. You can, you can, and I call it ambidextrous, meaning run left, run right, pass left, pass right. You know, you can do, all those things. So it's, um, you know, it's good to see that because sometimes you, it back, you know, back when I was younger, you, you tend to see coaches have a system and you're going to plug these student athletes in. They can do it fine. If not, we're still going to bang our, you know, bang our head against that closed door, but it's good to see uh, the evolution of your program and really using the, the, the what I call the ball handling positions uh, that you have, whether it's receiving, uh, running, passing, uh, you, and you had the other thing, you had the special teams, you had, you know, student athletes punting, you know, kicking. And I still go back two years ago with that uh, play that Fisher made yeah. as yeah. a punter because I ran into his parent or grandparents on the way up Saturday. And we were talking, you know, I went into the restroom or rest stop and it was all Tioga. <laughs> and I said, did I, did I uh, am I interrupting a Tioga meeting here? And, and I, was, I was talking to a few of them and, and the way out, you know, the, yeah, his grandparents were really, um, they said, oh, do you, our, our grandson's a kid. I said, oh, I said, he made a play two years ago. They said, that's right, that one about the punt. I said, yeah. I said, that was a big deal. And I don't forget things like that because I used to coach. And yeah. I don't remember what I had for breakfast, but I can remember that play. You know, I don't know what it, it's selective memory or whatever. Yeah. But uh, it was cool to see that. So I kind of was living in that community for a while there. To, yeah. And I stopped and talked to him for a while. Like, oh, you're the podcast guy. Oh, yeah, nice. we listen. You know, so, yeah, I said, yep, I'm the guy. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, the, and I think, you know, just speaking of that, too, I, I think that's 
you know, just made me think of it. And I've said this before to some people too. I think the senior class did challenge us in terms of X's and O's and, and, and there's no, I mean, this group was very, very talented, just some talented kids. And, and, um, and another part of that too, is, is I think even people around here forget, I mean, we lost four state semifinals in a row, won a state championship, lost three more in a row. And so, you know, that, that's where you learn your best uh, lessons from. And, and I think, you know, we, we realized um, we needed to get better in different parts of the game. And, and I think with this talented group and just the lessons we've learned, it, it was probably just really, really good timing in a lot of ways too. Um, and plus, to, you know, the reason we could do a lot of that stuff is because is of the talent, talent we had and the skill set that those kids had. So you don't get all that skill set all the time. Um, but as a staff, we definitely learned, you know, uh, different things we need to be able to do to win big games. And sure. Yeah, so that's another reason. Yeah, uh, as a, I was a defensive coordinator by trade, and I made a few comments at different times about how many. Um, I like I like to have wrestlers, specifically line play, defensive end, linebackers, kind of things. And I probably said it three or four times how many double double leg takedowns I saw in that game. I mean, <laughs> just guys flying, and Usman Duncanson was flew in from linebacker spot, just wrapped the guy up and it was over you know it wasn't any squirming or <laughs> trying to fight for extra yardage but it was it was cool to see that and pat um the uh other broadcast that i was with you know we were talking about that you know the uh wrestling uh prowess of a, a lot of those student athletes and you said there's multiple uh student or athletes that play multiple sports which is i think a, a good thing because it does round them uh it uses different uh, skills muscle groups concentration, things like that. So it really does. Um, I think a lot of your smaller school district have a benefit there because a lot of your student athletes play all the sports. And I think that really goes a long ways. Listen, coach, I know you're busy, but again, thank you for stopping in. I really appreciate that. Keep doing what you're doing down there. And hopefully I look forward to talking to you again. All right. Yeah, sounds good. And uh, and thanks again for having, having me on. All right. You take care. All right. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe. Tell your friends to visit Cover4.com and be the next fan up. Your inputs are never out of bounds. In football and life, it's not where we line up, it's where we wind up. Thank you for listening to the Cover 4 Podcast.